When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Um, just wanted to pop on very quick one on this because I think this is something that I've been kind of sitting on my hands on for a while. We've done a podcast previously about the uh, redevelopment of Villa Park. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the infrastructural additions that Aston Villa are making to their club, specifically within the inner city. And I think that the, the culmination of this really had to have been the um the upgrade of Villa Park, that the Villa Park is decrepit in any way, shape or form. I think everybody uh, to a man, woman or child would agree that the North Stand needed to come down and something else needed to come up, uh, go up again. But um, I wanted to pop on about this because in a previous life, I was involved in architecture. Um, I was uh, I was lucky enough to um, to do some fees- some some very very small pieces with regards to feasibility studies for um, for for small size size stadia and stuff. So this has always been a really interesting part of. Um, uh, of supporting Aston Villa, and when this came up, I, 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 you know, it was something that I felt was needed. I, I feel to play in the big boys' table, we needed to increase our capacity. Yes, we're not going to fill it in day one, but it's always about future proofing this for the club. You know, everybody at the moment knows about the twenty thousand per person season ticket backlog that we have at the moment. This will go a long way to to hopefully trying to alleviate that and also make sure that there are tickets available on game day as well. Um, and I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm, I'm delighted. You know, for this to get past shows joined up thinking between the council it shows up joined up thinking between Aston Villa the upper echelons the board Christian Persler gets an awful lot of a kicking for a lot of stuff that has happened over the last uh, 18 months or so and I think that he should get a big pat in the back for this along with the owners along with the infrastructure team along with the commercial team along with whoever else has been been involved with uh, having this as their brainchild and um, you know this is another positive piece it's an early Christmas present for Aston Villa and uh, for Aston Villa Football Club and I think it's something that uh, we should all uh, we shouldn't sleep on the on the gravity of this the importance of being able to to increase our footprint within the city centre we all know we've all seen the wonderful pictures that Ashley Priest has shared and I know a couple of you guys have shared them with me on your way to work of the inner city um, the inner city academy that's being built at this moment in time which looks absolutely brilliant and this is also going to rubber stamp 
not that it ever needed to be done, that this city is ours because that other place that's fallen apart across the city uh, ain't much cop and I don't think anything would be uh, happening with that anytime soon. But while they're having their own issues, we're concentrating on our own patch and making our patch better bring it into the 21st century, bring it further into the 21st century, should I even say. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good news surrounding this. I'm going to bring in my own mucker, Paddy. Going to bring him in here as well. Um, but what I want to do is I want to... Um, I'll get your, your thoughts on this in a moment, Paddy. But I'm going to read down through the article or through the piece that uh, Villa have released on their website. And uh, we're just going to respond to that in time. So Aston Villa welcomed Birmingham City Council's decision to grant planning permission for phase one of the club's redevelopment and expansion of Villa Park. As I say, an incredibly important uh, development over the last few days. People might think it's just an extra few seats, but from a branding point of view, from a commercial point of view, this is absolutely huge for the club. In a club that wants to be self-sufficient and wants to uh, sit at the financial top table with a lot of the big boys. The project will increase the stadium's capacity to over 50,000, allowing Villa Park to host major international tournaments and enable its return to the world stage. The decision comes just a month after Villa Park was shortlisted by the UK and Ireland's bid to host the UEFA Euro 2028 Championships. Fingers crossed, that might be the only way we <laughs> in the near future uh, here in Ireland. And the first phase of redevelopment at Villa Park will include a brand new North Stand, as we all know, enhancements to the existing Trinity stand and the creation of Villa Live, which I'm super excited about. And that is a new six, six and a half square meter, six and a half thousand square meter multi-purpose commercial destination to replace the existing shop, academy building and security lodge. That is also vital, having Villa Park a destination year-round, having an event area that makes it a destination year-round. And 6,500 square metres is a pretty big space. So I hope they'll be able to utilise that from a commercial point of view. Um, over 7,000 square metres of new public realm surrounding the stadium's Witten Lane entrance will also be created. That's another brilliant aspect. Bring people to the area, to, to in around the stadium. Uh, earlier, it, it, earlier, allow for traders or whatever happens to be there to create this atmosphere around it, a public square, a public plateau, a public uh, plaza, should I say, there. Fantastic as well. Get fans, fans mingling uh, a, a small bit a small bit earlier before games. And it also stops the backlog of people just walking up through streets as well. I absolutely love it as well. That will, as it says here, significantly improves accessibility, biodiversity, safety, and the overall experience for fans, visitors, and the local community who we must say have to really be taken into account here as it is in a semi-residential area, as we all know. Um, the vital component for the redevelopment plan is, is, is to sustainably improve the transport system around B6 area. Um, the club is already working in partnership uh, on this with the West Midlands Combined Authority and West Midlands Rail Executive, who have recently commissioned a feasibility design study to establish the upgrades required to ensure Witten Station meets the future demands of the community and increased visitation to Villa Park, Aston Hall and Aston Park. Now, this is the one part where I have to say... I don't like the word, the fact that it's only recently commissioned the feasibility study. And what I want to what I want to bring people's attention to here is that this isn't Aston Villa's fault. Okay. The, the rail situation, Villa are the people who are pushing the rail situation heavily. It looks like here that the combined authorities and the, and the West Midlands Rail Executive are only just on board with this idea. That might be a kind of a precursor to the stadium might be upgraded and we might be waiting for the trains for, for the train situation to be fixed. The club, as we've heard, 
are are going to break uh are going to break their backs to try and get that done quickly and the club as we as we know are willing to help with the process i don't know whether it's financially or whatever the case is i presume it is financially uh, from that point of view but i would have questions around this with regards to we're only a feasibility design stage for the train stations Yet we're already we've got access we've got an application granted for the stadium. I'd imagine that the feasibility study will will be pushed through no problem, and that this will be green lighted as well. The the infrastructural upgrades with regards to the trains, but I would have thought this would have been a bit small, a bit more hand in glove. But once again, not Aston Villa's fault, as it as it says here. And I and I, I knowing how these things work, I, this wouldn't be Aston Villa's fault because everything works at a different at a different pace. Next paragraph here is securing planning approval at Villa Park is an exciting and vital first step in achieving the club's vision to be a world-class venue and a catalyst for the continued redevelopment of the Aston area as part of the wider city master plan. And I love to hear that as well. The club will continue to work closely with all stakeholders to ensure the elements of the project with Aston Villa does not control, such as transport systems and infrastructure works. I I haven't read this article previously, so... I'm glad that they've mentioned that underneath here and they've clearly called out that they do not control the transfer system and that those infrastructural works because they don't. Um, and we want to prioritise, they want these to be prioritised to ensure the best outcomes for fans, local communities, the city and the wider region. So I should have really read down before I went down my, my rant about, uh, uh, you know, hoping that, that, that people don't misconstrue the both of those. Progress in these sectors will be key to confirming a time frame and the sequencing of Villa Park works. Well, there you go. Uh, once operational, the redevelopment of Villa Park will contribute an estimated 119.9 million. We'll round it up to 120 million. 120 million to the uh, West Midlands economy each year, creating hundreds of jobs during the post-construction and attracting 1.65 million visitors to the local area annually. And the Aston Villa Christian Perslow said, this is great news, firstly, for our fans, many of whom are on a waiting list for season tickets me uh secondly for the club itself as our long-term competitive strategy demands uh, demands uh, depends on continued growth and finally for our city and region with the prospect of a redevelopment redeveloped villa park driving economic regeneration in our local community and bringing back international football fans to birmingham so i've done an awful lot of talking there and uh paddy tell me what do you think what's your feeling on this and uh you know it's obviously good news in an early um uh, and and it's an uh, it's an early Christmas present for us Villa fans, specifically us international Villa fans. <laughs> well, you know, it just it just puts us even further on the map of of what we're going to be in in a few years' time. You you mentioned that the rail the rail thing is a huge thing, especially for someone that doesn't isn't is not in a position to get on a bus and 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 arrive uh, down uh, Trinity Road and get off the bus or, or drive. So. So for someone like us that that has to come in from the airport, get a get a train, get on, all of these things are, are vital. Um, we've seen the inner city academy; they're already working on it. Um, so the train stations will be the next thing to to sort out, specifically Whitton Lane, because in my opinion, Aston Station is probably a little bit too far, and there's a roads to cross and stuff like that. So there's a lot going on. So I'd I'd love to see what they could possibly do with Whitton Station to make that a bit better. But the most important thing is that the initial groundwork is complete, the planning permission is there, and it's just going to be a phenomenal facility when it's done. And I'm sure they have a whole lot more to to look forward to. And and in, you know this is only the start. They'll probably move on to the, the Whitton Lane stand and 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 different yeah. bits different bits of uh, of the whole end that they can improve. So. 
Um, and, and of course, we've we've already seen the the, the kiosks are, are ready to go for the for the new and improved uh, <coughs> facilities within the ground. So yeah. everything is ongoing. Everything's pointing towards the future. Um, it's great that we have owners with the bank balances they have that are able to fund this kind of stuff. But uh, the most important thing is that we perform on the pitch to put the bums on the seats, to put the money in the bank, to buy the better players. And we'll all even be happier. But this is a huge day for our club. And let it not be understated. We, we've shown great ambition to, to go and uh, even apply for this in the first place. But uh, yeah, as you say, those those 20,000 that keeps rising or whatever it is now, season ticket holders waiting on a, a season ticket like, like yourself and a few more here from Ireland who are on that, that list. Wouldn't it be magic to have this incredible facility that we, we can go on a day trip or an overnight and be able to spend the bulk of the day around Villa Park, having a few drinks, a bit of entertainment, into, I think the working title is Villa Live, isn't it, for the, the yeah. arena on the outside. So all of these things will just make this stadium an even better place to visit than it already is. Yeah, and I, I have to agree with that because it's, uh, uh, that's, and that's something that's super important. Um, having an all-year-round venue is is really important to the club. Christian Perslow has made, made no secret of that. Mm. And Aston Villa, seen, Aston Villa so far in what they've created, and, and I know we've only seen artist impressions and uh, AI drawings and, and, and render drawings of, of what it's going to look like, but the one great thing that I like about it, and you guys have listened to me speak about, about, the, about Villa Park previously, is the decor, the tradition, the, the what makes Villa Park Villa Park is going to be heavily retained with regards to this even something as simple as the red brick the, the the lovely red brick because we all know when we turn around um we turn around uh, and see new stadia and we talk about soulless bowls and stuff like that and look I think that's just a, a something that's thrown out from time to time. I know you were in 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 this new Spurs stadium, and and while you might call it a soulless ball, I don't know whether you did or not, but people might call it a soulless ball. You well, said it was a no, bloody impressive space. Yeah, it was a bloody. That was one I didn't space. call it a soulless ball because that's got huge potential for. But uh, you know, there are quite enough fans, and that's probably why it's a bit soulless. Yeah, but you know, somewhere somewhere like uh, like Leicester, who are are Man City, I find quite soulless. They just, they just have nothing to offer. What this brings us is a, a continuity of what we're building. So it's it's not a case of we're open sticks for the 30-odd thousand season ticket holders that are there and putting them in different seats in a different stadium. And that's, that's what kind of kills the atmosphere for a club. So this is a progression. The new seats will be available in the North Stand. People can choose if they want to move into them, I'd imagine, initially. And then whatever's left over will be there for whoever is looking for those 20 odd thousand season tickets yeah. and it's great and and, and you know the, there's there's there has there hasn't been a, a complete uptake on those tickets because people obviously won't be in particular financial situation when they were offered to, to buy them or whatever but it, it means that they can add more to that list the, the demand is there we, do, we just you know the most important thing is we keep improving on the pitch we've got a we've got a good management team in place now bring in a few players and by the time this rocks around in a few years' time, that, you know, 50-odd thousand people are sitting in Villa Park. It's just incredible to think about. It really, really yeah. is. And and it's exciting as well because we're in another, another stadium of 50,000 plus heading towards that uh, that bid for uh, the championships in 2026. 
Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and look once again, not a lot of clubs are. Look, I'm not going to actually say not a lot of clubs, but um, a club of Aston Villa size should be able to progress on and off the field. There should be, you know, Arsenal hid behind this cloak of oh, we have to pay off the stadium first. While Wenger was there for quite a while, and yeah. realistically, the reason it stopped them spending money was infighting between ownership uh, groups and and stakeholders in there, and that was that was quite a lot. People wanted to take their dividends, and other people wanted to spend money, and Wenger got caught between two stools with regards to that. But a club of Aston Villa stature, a club of Arsenal stature, should have well been able to go and spend money. And continue to develop the stadium as well, um, and I'm just glad that Aston Villa have taken that route. That they've not let one stagnate while the others haven't. You know, the last time there's been massive infrastructural upgrades to the park itself, to the stadium itself, and to the inner city um, footprint itself was under Doug Ellis. Obviously, Randy Lerner came in and redeveloped the uh, the the training facilities, which are top notch as well, and I'm sure there will be continued upgrades to those if the um the HS2 is that what it's called go, does uh, does end up going through there. There will obviously need to be new facilities built there, and the owners have committed to doing that too. So it's just good that there's joined up thinking that there's not just one person coming in going, oh shit, sure, I have to think about doing this today. Oh no, I have to think <laughs> about doing that today. And I'll be honest with you, sometimes the club can feel that, the, sometimes clubs can feel like that's kind of the, the whole thing. It's like, okay, this year we're going to focus on this. And next year then we'll get back to focusing on player recruitment. Whereas the joined up thinking within an organisation and, a, and a, a, a multi, multi, 100 million uh, pound organisation like Aston Villa should be able to think on four different fronts and it's gl- I'm glad that we've got businessmen now who are able to do that and to do that without impunity and to do that without the ability to, or without having to worry so far, without having to worry about what's going to happen in another one of those buckets that they have to they have to keep full as well, so it's um, yeah. uh, so it's good yeah but I, I, th- I, th- I think our identity is important and, and as you say, those red bricks and all of these things need to be factored in. I know I know they, they rebuilt the whole thing before the Trinity Road and we knew we knew the writing was on the wall there because that stand was so old and dilapidated it needed to be. And I, you know, that was the initial upgrade in, in my lifetime was was, you know, being there for the whole then or sorry, the Witten Lane obviously and then yeah. the whole then and then the Trinity Road. So this just completes it. When I say complete it, you know, the, 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 there's further things that can be done with with uh, the Doug Ellis stands. So uh, match, matching them up and, and joining them without it being a bowl as such, it'll still have the character of Villa Park. Mm. It's, it's, ju- it's just incredible. And um, Soy mentions in the comment, there will, there will be upheaval, yeah, unfortunately. Will be up- yeah, that's... Yeah. Because um, he's had to move due to mobility issues. And unfortunately, when, when they do this, <laughs> that, that tends to be, you know... I won't say not at the forefront, but obviously there will be a whole lot more um, accessible seats for for wheelchair users or or those that struggle with 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 the steps and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I can I can only hope that everybody is in a re, a re, like the, it's a great place to watch football as it is. Every seat is great. My seat is nearly at pitch level. Like I love it. You just see you can see everything. It's just yeah. magic, and and to think what it'd be like sitting up there in that new north stand. It's just going to be amazing. It's just you know, it, 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 there's goosebumps with this one. It's really, really big, yeah. big news for the club. And the North Stand might become prime real estate now, as opposed to uh, you know, as opposed to somewhere where you would just lump the away fans where it ha- where it used to happen uh, some yeah. time ago. Well, if you if you good. if you look at what the what they're going to do with the with the Villa Live project, 
if if that's going to be somewhere where you can stay up to 20 minutes before kickoff and then stroll into the north stand yeah. people will want to be in the north stand and yeah. plus this will, will create an atmosphere in the north stand which is not currently there so there's loads of cons to this and there's loads of pros to this but uh yeah, the, the the one con I hope, or the one con would be, you know, lo- losing what we have, lo- losing that old style, you know, it's not joined up stands and all, all that kind of thing. But we, we have to progress. We have to get bigger. We have to get better. We have to push on in order to, to push into the, the big boys' pants as such to yep. be playing, to playing at European level. And if we're going to be playing at European level, we want fifty thousand people in the stadium screaming them on. That's that's exactly where it needs to be. And as you as you referenced, look how far away we are from our neighbours across the city, who are just an absolute shit show at the moment. And I, and, and you know what? I don't mean to put them down. I I only made a statement the other day. They're they're very close to the playoffs. I'd love to see them go up. I'd love to have that fixture back on the calendar. Yeah. So. You know, I'm not putting them down at all. <laughs> you know, I think it's an important fixture for the for the for the city and the region. So, it it, it would be great if they went back up, but it, it's just a world away from where they are. So, yeah. you know, it's incredible. And 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 it has to be said, the 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 jewels in the crown for Aston Villa. You can talk about players who can move on and players who can lose form. The fact that Aston Villa's facilities. Are, are going to be upgraded now from a position of strength. One of the biggest reasons Wes uh, Edens and Suarez would have bought this club was because of the facilities that we have. You know, last thing a, 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 an owner wants to do is have to come in and have to up, have to completely plow into the playing squad and then plow money into the, into the infrastructure as well. And we see that with Everton, with Everton needing to get the playing squad up to scratch, still playing at Goodison Park and and then now they've gotten um plan permission for their for their stadium. But now it's a case whereby the owner is then pulling back on money from from the playing squad because of the because of the the, the stadium is now up and coming and and, and you know the, the, the thing with Villa Park was it didn't need a massive amount of work. It did it needed work. Okay obviously no place is is, uh, is perfect. It needed work. But the guys would have looked at it and gone we can make this really good from a from a position of good, and and that's mm. always going to be a unique selling point. So, fair play to the custodians previously who who would have kept it. And I suppose realistically, what I'm trying to say here is, Doug Ellis did did pride himself on Villa Park and making sure that it was a stadium that would be picked for um, FA Cup semi finals and stuff like that. And, and and you know that is still going to be the case hopefully as we go forward because it does have that wonderful British. English, I suppose, more so really um, football feel about it, which is great. Absolutely. And as you say, it's so important, and I alluded to it earlier with the likes of Leicester moving and Man City moving, it reduces the atmosphere. You know, this this is all about improving everything. It's all about continuous improvement. It keeps us more or less in the city. I know we're a bit out, but once it's accessible, once you can get on a new street and arrive at Witten in a few minutes, which you can currently, but have better accessibility on Witten Station. Walk up to a magnificent uh, Villa Live feature that we we can rock up there at eleven o'clock and spend a few hours with your mates and the money going into the coffers of Villa instead of being in the pubs around. Now I know the pubs around have their place too, and they're important, and we it, love and them. I think- there will, there will always be a place for the Sacred Heart, there will always be a place for the Aston Social, there will always be a place for all those places that everybody goes Absolutely. to. And I don't think this really impacts on it. But what I think this will do is we, it will it will encourage people to get to the stadium earlier that might be 
drinking in the town and then hopping yeah. on at New Street and getting out. I think they might want to get out there earlier because there's no facility where people can relax. Like when I go to matches here in Ireland, I love being there an hour and a half earlier to soak up the atmosphere. Um, and like it was, it was. It's the same when I go when I go to Villa Park. I'd always go into the Aston to the Aston Inn, the Aston Social, have have a few points in there, and then mosey up to the stadium. Um, and look, as I say, um, this will give people more of an incentive to get to the ground earlier, which will also then stop backlogs for people who are uh, last minute dot com people who get to the get to the to the stadium. And most people wouldn't get to the stadium until that time because there isn't really much to do around there. Whereas this makes mm. it a focal point of your day. And there's a comment in there as well. Um, it becomes so Scott Taggart says, "Great news! Match day becomes a full day out, not an afternoon." And exactly. and. Uh, you know that becomes something I think that we can that we can look forward to as fans. Um, mm. So great news all around. Green light, early Christmas present. Uh, let's <laughs> hope we get a belated Christmas present uh, or a couple of them, should I say, over the course of the next few days. But um, we're going to leave it at that, guys. Thanks so much for dropping on. It's just something I really wanted to talk about because I've got such great interest in it. I'm going to be really looking forward to seeing if they are released, the proper master plans for it, the construction plans for it, or where the seating areas are going to be. And I'm really interested to see um, more in-depth information with regards to yeah. the plazas that we're going to put out there for fan experiences and things because uh, they, can, uh, they can be done really well or they can be just done okay. And I'm really interested to see what the finalized plans are for those if they ever get released. So, Because um, I know we've got artists impressions at the moment we've got architects impressions and sketch designs but what actually it goes in on the ground could make it a really superb facility and i, and I fully believe that right going to going to leave it at that guys i need to uh, get back to the grindstone but thanks so much for dropping on uh have a great afternoon have a great rest of your weekend or a great rest of your week if anybody's off work go in enjoy it and uh, have a great christmas a great holidays and we will see you uh over the next few days. So all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.